You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Tom here and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Woo, fellas, fellas, fellas. Look, I think we got new homes in the building today. Not only is Gary looking like he's doing a casting call for a low-budget porno, but we got D'Angelo who has switched over to. What, what, where, where are you guys at this weekend, fellas? Well, it looks like D's about to play us a piano. Play us no, a I, <laughs> What'd you say, I can't, I, I said, said look, I can't play Oh, I said I can't play the piano at all, but I I had to move, man. This is the I had to move out to a new office space. It sounds like time. you can't. Oh, what in the world you got yeah. going on? I was, I was gonna say, time. Can you understand what he's saying? Like, look, look, look. Okay, all right. So since we're gonna dive into this, we can dive right into it. I know we don't. We hadn't talked about what we did this weekend in a very long time, but I guess I start off first. So I went back to my twenty year high school class reunion gary uh it was (laughs) he is an old man (laughs) he takes some of that 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 excitement out of your voice like that i don't like it i didn't i don't like it at all well anyway (laughs) well anyway i went back to my 20-year high school class reunion and uh, we had like we went to a pep rally. I I spoke at the pep rally. Uh, we had like a tailgate, but that wasn't a problem. The problem was this: we had an after party, and the after party was from like nine to like one. The entire party, in order for us to talk to each other, we had to scream. It was stupid because I'm just like, dude, just turn the music down. But nobody wanted to turn the music down. So all night, I'm having like conversations with 55 of my closest classmates, and I'm screaming. I go from there to catch a flight to, to the ECU Memphis game, and I scream that entire game. This right here is the results of four overtimes we end up losing at Memphis. I mean, at ECU our Memphis game, uh, and the yelling of the four or five hours that I had at my high school reunion after party talking to all my classmates. But this is what's crazy, though. Wow. So so we had 189 graduate from in our my graduating class, right? Um, 55 or 60 showed up. Just curious, how many was in your graduating class, Gary, and how many was in your graduating class time? So we can kind of put it in perspective here. I think we had 250-ish in my graduating class. Okay. I think mine was like 350, 360. Okay, so I'm I'm on the smaller end. We had a 55 show up for the the, the class reunion. Question is, is... Like, how important are class reunions to you guys? I mean, just personally, versus how the world view class reunions. For you, think they're pretty much the same. I've never been to one. What? Mm-hmm. What? But I also feel like it's more of a. Uh, it's more of a. Whoa, 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 Gary. Whoa, whoa, this is not, this was not first class reunion. This was like our second or third. Yeah. So what do you mean you don't have a class reunion? You, you, there's... So what so how I was going to say is, uh, I think depending on where you live, it all depends on the people that have to set it up. So like, our people have tried to set up class reunions, but they've never fully got set up. Like they try to do a 10 year and, and they started the process, but they never followed through with it. And I think that's the thing is like some places take class reunions super serious and they want to make sure everybody's excited about it. In some places, it falls on two or three people to set it up. And if it doesn't get set up, it doesn't get done. And I think that's sort of what we had. We had some people try to set up the class reunion, but it never eventually got set up. So we've actually never had one from my class that I know of as of yet in any year. Wow. That's crazy, man. What about you, Tom? I actually have not been to a class reunion either, but mine is not for the same reasons as Gary's. We uh, had my 10-year reunion set up, 
Um, I'm obviously the youngest and freshest on this podcast, so uh, I know you guys have been well past your tenure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but we had my tenure class reunion set up, and uh, Hurricane Matthew, I don't know if you guys remember that, that rolled through in 2016 was a historically uh, big uh, hurricane for North Carolina, flooded out the same weekend that we were supposed to be having our class reunion. So North Carolina was shut down. So I had flown all the way back to te- uh, from Texas to North Carolina just to be caught in a uh, hurricane for the weekend and come back. And we never we never rescheduled it. So I guess my next hope will be a 20 year reunion. In so the hold on. so you're, you're, they didn't do a 15 year reunion because you just yeah said oh 2016 uh, was 10 years. You're acting like you didn't have a 15 year. No, we didn't. We didn't. And you know what? I honestly think that class reunions aren't as big a deal to people anymore because of social media. Because you're still seeing what people are up to. Uh, no, see- no, no. I totally disagree. I, I believe social media is a place where people post highlights of their life and you just get what they want you to see versus at a class reunion. This is what I loved about the class reunion. You know about everybody because there's somebody that lived close to somebody and they be like, oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so just did this. Or, you know, so-and-so just did that. Or, oh, yeah, they did this. You get the real story at class reunion. See, right now, you're living off them highlights, Tom. You got to get off them highlights, bro. You got to be an active classmate and get out there and have reunions. Well, yeah, no, I I can see that. But what I'm saying is I think people are less, uh, you know, worried about going to a class reunion because they feel like they know what everyone's doing. Well, well, I'll I'll tell you how big class reunions are where I'm from. When we had our class reunion, uh, 1972 was having their class reunion. 1982 was having their class reunion. 1992 was having their class reunion. Obviously, 2002, we was having ours. 2012 was having their class reunion. So everybody was having their class reunion that was at their, obviously, their different years uh, in between. But at the same time, everybody had a tailgate tent set up. It was amazing, man. It was, it was just... It was awesome, dude. See, I feel like that's the way to do it. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna have class reunions, everybody has to take it serious, not just one graduating class. Obviously, it sounds like y'all do it every. Yeah. Every year has their thing where they do it, which is awesome. I think the fact that who, now who sets everything up? Is it somebody? That's what I was gonna tell you. So that's what I was gonna tell you. So what's interesting is is that uh, I don't know who ingrained this in our school system, but whoever was the president and was on student council. Those are the ones that set up now. The, well, yeah, that's uh, pretty traditional. That's traditional. Right, right, right. That's traditional. Right, right, right. Whoever the class president is. And if the yeah. class president say, hey, I don't want to do it, then they normally pass it down to somebody that was on student council. And if they pass it down from there, then it's just kind of like up to whoever. But it's, I guess it's the most person with the most contacts in their phone. But with Facebook and social media today, you should be able to hit everybody in your graduating class. So I will say we do have a page for our, our like school that people can join and stuff like that. And then they've tried to get the, the reunions going, but it just hasn't gained the traction to get it all set up as of yet. I'd go back if we had one, I guess, but we just haven't had one set up yet. Man, I'm going to tell you something, dude. I, I, it was so much fun at the class reunion because... I, I got a chance to see people that I hadn't seen in 20 years, man, uh, having discussions about what life has thrown at each one of us versus what life was like when we were in high school. That was completely different. Obviously, we had those classmates that spiral out of control and and couldn't step, couldn't push away from the table. We obviously had those that were like heavy set in high school that are just like, whoa. Like you went through a transformation. So it was a lot of like wowing and ooing and man, I missed you and a lot of crying. And, you know, one of my really good friends that was in high school, dude, like I'm talking about the 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 lady he married. I was like, dude, there's no way you could have married her in high school. And he was like, yeah, I know. 
He's like, I've come so like far. And I was like, dude, you have no idea. Like you are on this end of the spectrum. And now you like far, far on the other end. So it's amazing what life throws at people and how it changes them to the people they are today. No, so I think, go ahead, go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, D, is it safe to say that you were the most successful person out of your high school? I don't know if I can say that. And the reason why I can't say that I can say that is because the high school that I went with, there's a lot of farmers in the area. And not only is there a lot of farmers in the area, there's a lot of old money in the area that's been passed down. So therefore, you know, there's people that have acquired property that that the commercial real estate that they probably own there. There's a lot of people that own, you know, convenience stores and stuff like that. So like single person uh probably yes but like namesake no not even close so i would say it probably comes down to depending on how you define success because some people define success do you define it being on tv and being a household name or do you define it on generational wealth all that kind of stuff because there could it depends on how you define it i would say he probably was the one that was probably featured on tv the most and had the biggest name yeah i'd say but like he may not have the most general wealth and I don't know what you consider successful and everybody has those different tags on what they would consider that. So that's interesting time. What do you, how do you view success now? Right. Yeah. So I would probably say, you know, going on to what you've established and created in this world, but you know, I think that you have been successful in uh, obviously creating a name for yourself and creating because um, you said a lot of these people may have already had money. So, you know, if, if you if they moved their money situation from uh, good to better, you know, you didn't come from money and now you have money. I think that's a pretty uh, that's I think that's a larger gap of success, even though you might not. Uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. So with that being said, it's going to be a great transition and y'all probably going to hate this transition. But we're going to talk about. 50 cent and his son saying he only gets $6,700 a month from his dad to pay his bills. And that's not enough. He needed to go up and 50 cent responded. You're 25 years old. Uh, and then the kid responded back by saying, had you been in my life more? Uh, he was like, I exchanged the money for you to be there with me and sit down and read a book and be there in my life. My question to you guys is, is was it okay from the beginning for 50 to even give his kids $6,700 a month as an adult, seven grand, 10 grand, just an allowance for a kid that's 21 plus years old. I already know what Gary going to say. I'm just interested to hear what Tom has to say. All right, well, I'll let Tom go first. Well, to me, it, it seems pretty obvious that uh, this young man, whoever, we'll call him 25 cent, that 25 cent... <laughs> I like it's pretty that. obvious that 25 cent, you know, I feel for him when he says he wishes that 50 would have been there for him from the beginning. Cause it's clear at some point in his life, he needed an ass whooping. Cause if he's going to come out here and be upset that he's getting $6,700 a month and going to say, Oh, I need more. And even though he's 25 and can work and do whatever, like, come on now, you, you, you something, something wrong, something wrong with you. Something wrong. What, what you got to say, Gary? No, I'm right there in that same boat. I think that uh, I would assume, obviously, I don't know. I would assume he probably paid child support as the kid was growing up. He probably should have been in life, but everybody does their differently, whatever. So I'm sure he got he got all his stuff taken care of. But when you hit 18, you're on your own now. You're becoming an adult. You're, you can still look to your family for help and stuff, but, like, you can't expect they're going to do something. Like that's so, that, that's the difference, I think. I think you can't expect it. I think the expectation changes once you become an adult. This is a very similar situation as like Kurt Franklin when we talked about him and his son. But I, I I'm I'm do I need to bring that conversation back up? Because you you speaking a little different now, Gary. You're talking a little different now. No, how am I talking different? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I I I think that if you start something you got to finish it. So if 50 Cent started by, hey, this is my relationship that I'm going to have with my kids. I'm going to give them money every time they want it. Then you got to keep that relationship up. If the relationship is you're going to be in their life and you're going to go to like all these big time events and stuff like that, 
then keep that up in their life. Because the moment you stop, that's when you're going to start having problems. And that's what's going on right now. 50 is trying right, to stop. He, no, he ain't trying to stop. He's giving him 6,700. He's saying that ain't Correct. enough. It ain't. 1,000% is enough. That's not enough. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm basing my life. life yeah. I'm basing. I'm. I'm now basing my lifestyle off the fact that okay, because we're gonna. There's always gonna be something, and I'm, when I say there's always gonna be something, because a kid can always say that they didn't have something. Meaning, okay, you gave me enough money, but you didn't give me enough time. Well, if you wanted the money, I ha you traded that off for the time because I gotta go work for this money. Okay, well, I want the time. Well, I give you the time. Well, that time now, in turn, I can't go make the money to replace that time. So there's a give and a take there. You see what I'm saying? There's a scale no, there. No, there's no, a sliding no. scale there, Tom. No. 100%. 100%. See, so this, this is what, what does that mean? What is it? What, what, do you, what do you mean 50 Cent got hey, money? Yeah, hey, guess yeah, what? Yeah. Tony Romo has money, too. Stephen yeah. A. Smith has money too. Right. Uh, Stephen that. Colbert has money too. What, what are you trying to say? What I'm saying is, is it doesn't matter that you have money. In order to keep money coming in, you still have to go out there and work. Just because Fifty Cent ain't rapping anymore doesn't mean he ain't working, producing TV shows, right. acting, right. stuff like this. So what are you saying? What I'm saying is, ain't like he's, uh, you know, a, a working father that's punching in a nine to five and ain't gonna be able to make time for whoever he needs to make time for. I Bro, are him. you really serious right now? Are you really serious right now? 50 Cent travels all the time and does all these vacations. You're going to tell me that he's working. Are you serious? Yes, I am serious. It is a big difference when you have money and you make money the way he does as opposed to a father who might be having to go clock in. I'm going to let you have this one, Gary. I'm going to let you have this one because time's going to make me mad. Well, my thing is like you got to see like maybe we don't know the dynamic. Maybe they didn't. Maybe the son didn't want a relationship until now, and maybe he's just using that as leverage to try and make everybody feel bad because he's not getting enough money because he wasn't in his life. Maybe when he was younger, he didn't want him in his life. Maybe the the mom didn't want the, want fifty in the kid's life. You have no. We have no idea the dynamic before him coming out and saying you weren't around enough. Uh, I need more money. We have no idea that dynamic. We're assuming. 50 didn't want to be in life. We have no idea, though. That's the thing. is, And that's the problem is with our society. We always assume everybody knows everything because of one person's experience. We haven't, nobody, 50 Cent hadn't came out and said his, his experiences with them. And if it's well, mom, 50 didn't want to he can't say that. 50 I know, but that's what I'm saying. We He's don't know. We're just assuming. But yeah, again, if you're getting $6,700 a month and you're 25, and you should, if you're working, then what do you, is he not working? Because if you're working, that's you're getting that plus whatever you're making. You're living a pretty good li lifestyle because a lot of people don't get that kind of money per month. And he's saying he wants more. That that's outrageous to me. And because again, you're you're 25 years old. Well, that's the lifestyle that you done set for me, though, Gear. Hey, that's the but lifestyle he did, you set I, for I, me. Maybe he I didn't. Just, obviously. Hey, look, I just googled it to get some try to get some more background. Yes. He says the reason that it is not enough is because of his dad and his reputation and the fact that his dad has beef with everyone in the industry that he cannot just live anywhere in New York for fear for his life. Is I'm, why I'm willing <laughs> to bet that uh, nobody would have known he was 50's son until he came out and talked about this. I had no idea he had a son that was 25 that he was paying money for. <laughs> Until he came out and said he complained about it, not getting more money. Yeah, but you you got to understand, though, Gary, you're not just actively looking up 50 Cent Correct. either. I agree. true. <laughs> you don't know much about his life, and you're not like a fan like that to where you want to know more about it. So, I mean, that's why you just like, ah, I wouldn't have known who his son was. But it's, it's it, this is a very interesting conversation only because uh, Tom, you just took it off the rails, bro, and I've been trying to figure out like I can't, I I don't understand how you even think like that, because I, I I'll give you a case in point. Queen Elizabeth, uh, when she was raising her kids, she was busy all the time. Like I I'm I'm the first one to say, queens and kings and 
things like that. They should have all the time in the world because they don't have to leave their house for anything. They can make those decisions right there in the house and keep on rolling. And they had nannies and babysitters and stuff like that. They didn't raise their kids. Somebody else raised them. So for you to say because they don't punch a clock from nine to five is completely different. How? A job is a job. I'm saying it's because 50 Cent has way more ability to make time for a kid because of his wealth and the work that he's doing. But you got to understand that this kid is 25. So 25 years ago, 25 years ago when he had this kid and he was going through like the biggest when he was rapping and putting out albums and EPs and stuff like that. Like you're saying that he could have made time for it. I mean, we say that. We're talking about now. I thought we were talking about like now. Well, when he was talking about his relationship, now it would have to affect then because the most influential age is from like hey, eight to like listen, eight to like fourteen. I feel like this is what what D'Angelo would do if one of his kids ever did this to him. This man responded to his son's comments by trolling him on Instagram by making a skit video about it. <laughs> How bad is that? <laughs> I'm reading this article. Come on now. Come on now. This, this, that's, that's true 50 Cent fashion, I feel like, right there. <laughs> he just went and made a troll video about his son who's begging for more money. But I, I don't know. That's crazy to me. But, dude, well, all I'm saying is, is when you're that wealthy, you have more of an ability to make time for your son because you're talking about, oh, you got to go make, you got to go work to make the money. Okay. Well, the amount of money you have and the amount of money you're making, yes, I understand. Rich people have to work too. But if you got a father that is uh, barely you know, able to make ends meet and punch the clock nine to five, maybe they got two hustles. You know what I'm saying? What I'm getting at is when you make less money and you still have to like pay for your life, you have, you're probably going to be out more, more time. It's gonna, you, you're going to have more time away as you're trying to accumulate wealth. Well, so, so, so here's the difference. Here's the difference, and I and I and I hope you understand what I'm about to say. And I don't mean this in like a really bad way. The only difference be bad. The, the only difference between rich people and poor people is what they get paid an hour. Okay, so just remember that the time is still the same. You go in and you put in six hours, your six hours might net you fifty thousand dollars. Now Gary's six hours might net him fifty million dollars. The time is no different. The time put in is no different time. That's what okay. I'm trying to get you to understand. What, I, what I'm trying like, to get you to understand is is if my if my fifty hours nets me let's say $1,200 versus Gary's 50 hours nets him 50 million. My bills come up. I got to pay $1,200 out the door in one week. It's so all then, relative though. It's all relative. It's all relative. The guy that's making 50 million is not standing in a, a place that he paying $1,200. He's staying in a place now that he paid two and a half million for it. Now those bills are twelve dollars to $15,000 a month. So now it's all relative to the lifestyle. Right. So you're going to tell me that somebody who makes, I mean, it, it, and it does happen. And that's why you see people in the NFL and NBA go broke because they overspend. But what I'm saying is somebody that has more financial freedom is going to have more time available to them if they choose to use it. That's just true. Okay. All right. Well, I, we, can, we can agree to disagree. We well, don't want to fight on this because he. Well, I would say I would say yes and no because yes, you have more time, but also you might put more time because, like, in Fifty's example, he's trying to become one of the greatest rappers. He's trying to do all this other stuff. It takes more time to jump into these productions, acting. He was doing all of these things, so he's doing more than just one source of income. So it's pulling him in four different ways. So I'm just saying, like, some people, yes, you have more time, more freedom to do things because you have more money. But he's also now, because he has more money, he can invest in more things. He can try more things, do more things, and that pulls him in other ways as well because of that money. So, like, it, it, it's a yes and no, honestly. Look at look at Gary cleaning that up. I'm just saying, it is. Look at Gary cleaning that up. I Switching gears, though, real quick, because you're going to make me mad, Gary. You're going to make me mad when we talk about this. I already know. I already know. We're going to go back like a couple weeks ago, okay? We had a streaker 
jump out of the stands, run on the field, and he's running down the field, and linebacker come out of nowhere, cold cocks him, boom, knocks him on the ground, files a lawsuit. Loved it. Uh-huh. Filed a lawsuit. Should this guy win this lawsuit? No. Why? 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 Why shouldn't he win this lawsuit? Because he's not allowed on the field for one. It's illegal. You get arrested for doing that. And if a security guard does it, there's not a lawsuit. But because it's a player and a lot of money, he's going to sue. It's only because of the optics of it. I don't think he has anything. It's the same thing we talked about this with the soccer. People came onto the field when you're not allowed to be on the field. And he came during the middle of a game. That's a whole other thing. The game wasn't even over. In the middle of a game and running. So he is no – He's you're not allowed. That's trespassing. And if somebody trespasses on your property, you could defend. And so – Bobby Wagner defended it and stopped it so the guy couldn't keep running around. Because again, imagine if that was somebody that was trying to do harm to everybody, and and no, and Bobby Wagner didn't stop him and something. No, 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 no. We ain't going on the what if or imagine. No, but you don't know. You don't know. But yeah, you don't know. You don't know what he's what the person's thinking of doing. So his job, he's he's thinking I'm going to stop this from happening now, and he did. And it wasn't until the the streaker ran to their like sideline. Correct. Okay, I, I'm glad y'all said this because I only brought that up because I honestly don't see any difference from what Devontae Adams did push the camera guy when he walked past him. There's no difference. There's no difference. And I would die on this hill, and here's why. Here's why I would die on this hill. Because... Because all the what-ifs y'all just threw out there, I could throw out the same what-if. What if this was a disgruntled worker? What if he was a disgruntled worker and he was just like, hey, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. I, I'm, I'm over this. I feel like I want to do something. We don't know. We, we don't know if if Devontae Adams didn't know who he was and just kind of shoved him to get him off me. It was a big game. It was a horrible loss. So whether you are allowed or not allowed, if you're on the field and I'm working, if you're on no. the field, let's just say, let's just say, let, let's just, no, mom, let's just say, first, D'Angelo. Know what I'm saying, let's just say I'm on the football field and one of the guys that's on the chain gang drops one of the chains and run on the field. He's allowed on the field. He's allowed on the field. Correct. Then, 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 then what's the difference? Let's say if he decided to drop the chain and just go running down the field because he's allowed on the field. You tell me what the difference is in a player hitting a guy that's running up and down the field, allowed or not allowed, versus me running into a guy because, like you said, Gary, I'm there to work. So if I'm there to work and there's other people in my way or uh, he, me, and, and me being or doing my job, then – that's not on me. I'm going to put it on the company. So put it on the company. So if you're mad at somebody, you need to reach out to the Oakland Raiders. Let's sue the Oakland Raiders. There's because, not the Oakland Raiders anymore. I mean, let's, let's sue the California Raiders. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders. Like, let's just sue them because one of their uh, employees pushed one of our employees because they was probably subcontracted out. That's all I'm saying. This, the way that this whole process works blows my mind. Time, I'll let you go first. Yeah, <clears throat> the key difference is he's allowed to be down there. He is. <clears throat> it's not like he ran on the field. Yes, I mean, you guys have got to know. Tell me, tell me that you've seen that when you're like leaving the tunnel. There's tons of people crossing in that tunnel. Right? It's not just players. So that's why they block the tunnel off, including like people that get um, um, ran over. But, for any- no, look, and here's the thing, because I, I used to work for the Panthers and I used to be on the field sometimes. I was on the field when D'Angelo fumbled against the Seahawks all them years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> anyway, what I'm getting at is I know that that tunnel can get pretty chaotic at the end of the game. And not even that. Devontae Adams even came out afterwards and apologized because he knew he had done something he shouldn't have and blamed it on his frustration. He pushed that camera guy because he was frustrated with the way the game went. 
Okay, okay. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. I am glad you said that. Time. Ooh, boy, I was, I was waiting. I was waiting on what you said because you set yourself up. You know why you set yourself up? Because we all knew that Devontae Adams was pissed off and mad as hell. I'm gonna take you back to a prior conversation that we had when you was on the other side. You know what you said? Don't touch the bear. Don't push the bear. Hey, Mike Tyson. When Mike Tyson was sitting on the plane, you was like, now we all know not to mess with Mike Tyson because he got a couple screws loose. So if you know for a fact that Devontae Adams is pissed off, we already know this because they just lost the game in the fashion in which they lost it, then he should be off the hook because you also said when we talked about Mike Tyson that it was five for him to do what he did because he was Mike Tyson. So okay, so here's what you like to do. You like to try to pull in uh, commonalities and scenarios without actually giving context. This cameraman is not standing there like making fun of Devontae Adams like, ha-ha, you lost. He's trying to run across the, to go get a shot of something. I don't know what he's doing. It's not like he's sitting there poking the bear. He literally just happened to get in Devontae Adams' way, and Devontae Adams pushed him. It's not like he was sitting there talking shit to him. Come on, D, you got to realize that's a big difference. <laughs> Come on now. Go, go ahead, Gary. Yeah, go ahead, Gary. Right. So, <laughs> he's uh, waiting on this one. So I'm on the side of D'Angelo on this one. I know rare, very rare. Wow, so, really? So my aspect of it is, for one, like you said, you asked, Time, you said, you know, people, when you're walking, well, when we walk to the thing, I've never seen anybody run across in front of me. Ever me neither. Me. Into, me neither. Into it. Like, I've never seen that happen, ever. In all my years of playing, I've never. Right. So that was unique for me. Obviously, I know it happens at times, but I've never seen it. I'm about to say, it's probably happening and you didn't notice it because it's not a big deal because you're just so used to those moving parts. My issue with it is, for one, the guy, did he wait to the last second? Because he basically brushed his shoulder across Devontae Adams' chest. He was so close to him. That's my problem. Like, you obviously, if you've been doing this for a living, this is what your job is, you know, hey, you see these guys coming. You, you see this, you know when to cross, all that kind of stuff. But he basically brushed shoulders with Devontae Adams. Like, I don't think a lawsuit from come, come from it. Obviously, I don't think Devontae Adams should have pushed him. I agree with that aspect. I think, but I don't think he should be able to win a lawsuit or any of that stuff because as a player, you're walking into the locker room, you're, you're frustrated, you're over it. If somebody, something flashes in front of you, your natural reaction is not going to be just stop and not do anything. Your natural reaction is going to be like, what, what's going on? Um, and obviously, that's not what he did. But I'm saying you're not just naturally going to let somebody bump into your chest or run across your chest as you're walking to them, especially after a game. Like, that doesn't happen. So and I think this is a rare situation because, like, you never see people running run into a player like that. Like, I know he didn't hit him, but, like, his chest basically was brushing his shoulder. And if he was that close, that's super close to somebody. You can see when the player's coming. If you're a cameraman, that's your job. So the fact you, that he didn't see it, it looks – to me, it, I don't think a lawsuit should come from it. I think it should just end with an apology. Maybe Devontae Adams send some sign. I don't think he should be able to sue and get any money for it because he wasn't hurt. I know he's going to say he was hurt and make up all the stuff because I know that's what they do. But that, that that's right. not a uh, – I don't think he should be able to get a lawsuit out of it. I will say this. I don't agree that like the cameraman should get like a hundred thousand dollars for each other. Because no. if, if if he does, you're gonna catch me applying to be a sound man in the NFL and I'm running by somebody so they can push me so, so I can get a hundred thousand. My other question, I guess, what about those sound guys that get r- trucked in the middle of a game by players and they get hurt? Can they sue? No, no they should be able to sue because this is no different. This is no, no it is different. It is no different. It is no different. The intentionality behind it is different. Yeah, I guess it was intentional, it, but wasn't intentional the fact that he ran if, right in front of him and your natural reaction. Rewatch it. If you go rewatch it, the cameraman does not actually run into the I'm I'm rewatching okay. it right okay. now. Okay, so so so, 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 so look, you you tell me if there's a difference here. Let you and I'm I'm just trying to get a better understanding of how you feel about the situation. Let's just say that this was a camera guy that was trying to cross over and Tom Brady was coming, and Tom Brady's security Pushed this guy just like they Devontae Adams pushed it. Is it okay then? No. It's it's the same situation. I don't care who's doing the pushing. Are you trying to make this a race thing, D? I'm not trying to make it a race thing. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to make <laughs> is, 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 is why it gotta be Tom Brady then? 
The reason why I said Tom Brady, everybody else on that team would have security going into the damn locker room. Wait, hold on. Speaking of security on this island, did y'all, we'll get back to this, but I got to bring this up. Did y'all see that video of the rookie special teams guy trying to hand Bill Bell check the football after he recovered it? Yes. No. You see that, D? So no, he gets like, up to Bill Belichick with the football after he recovered it and tries to hand it to him. Bill turns around and looks at him like he doesn't know who he is. And, like, one of the sideline guys, like, slaps it away. It's like, hey, like, pretty much it looks like he said, you can't talk to him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like everybody in the comments is like, oh, man, he cut tomorrow. Damn, <laughs> man. That's it literally rough. looked like it literally looked like Bill Belichick had security on the sidelines to keep players that he might not know away from him. <laughs> it was hilarious. You need to go look that up. Anyways, um, yeah. So like because we've had this discussion before about people's security uh, overstepping their boundaries, um, and I just you know and I think it's the same. It's an extension of you, and um, that's what happens. But. All that to say is, Devontae Adams knew he was in the wrong. That's why in the afterwards, he admitted it. I, I understand. It's, it's a, it's, I'm not saying that I can't understand why he did it in the moment as a human. I understand how that happened. But you can still admit that what you did was not right. Which he did. And that's why I said right. I, don't think right. it should, I don't think it should exactly. go to a lawsuit. Right from a from a from a professional standpoint, I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think he did anything wrong, but morally, like as a person treating other people bad, maybe. And I don't. With I'm just looking at every moving part here as it relates to the way that they lost the game, knowing that he was pissed off and he was mad. You could tell in his walk that he was pissed off and mad, and that if it could have been anybody, it could have been a little old lady. She'd have got her ass jacked up that night. Because he was just that far into his feelings. And I understand it. That's why I don't understand why nobody else understands it and say, hey, no, it should be a lawsuit because it's no different than a streaker coming out of the stands and running on the field. It's no different than one of the yard marker guys dropping the sign and just deciding that he want to go rogue and run down the field as if a ref. Like a ref just decided, you know what, I'm not going to do a ref. I'm going to protest this game. I'm going to run up and down the field, up and down the field. Yeah, he's supposed to be there, but he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. So now what? That's all I'm saying. So, if you're so on the field, I'm, I'm working. They're, they're paying me to work here. And they're also paying you to work here, too. But in the event that we go by pecking order, it's just like any other thing. So, so the difference is if something like this happened that somebody wasn't an athlete and they decided to get in a fight or push somebody, it may just start a fight. There wouldn't be a lawsuit. But because it's an athlete, a lawsuit's going to get brought up because they know they have a chance to get money. Like if, this, if, if, if time was... Met Matt after an uh, intramural basketball game and pushed somebody. A lawsuit wouldn't come from it. He might get in a fight, but the lawsuit's not coming. He's nothing like that. Well, yeah, happen. you guys know it's all relative because of how much money they know. To I, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, that's why I think it's a frivolous lawsuit because it wouldn't, anybody else, it wouldn't be a lawsuit. It would just be an issue that somebody was mad, upset, all that. But it, because it's an athlete, now it's a lawsuit. Uh, I, I mean, I don't really. I don't really see anything like not because it's an athlete. I just think it's because they're they're viewed as millionaires and the ones that's doing the suing are thousandaires. And yeah, that's the same thing. Get, if yeah. it was a musician, yeah. it'd be the same thing. It's not yeah. just because it's an athlete. Yeah. It's the money aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, again, I don't think you should get in any trouble. Uh, in fact, what's even crazier is, is if, in my opinion, only the people that need to be down there should be down there in those type of situations because we wouldn't have the overcrowding that we have but because the NFL want to maximize that 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 dollar and they give out x amount of tickets or more whether it's team based or whether it's league wide based uh I just think that there's way too many people down on the field and around it anyway especially during the Super Bowl and then you know if you're going to put yourself in that type of danger on the sideline because you know how you know, players are running up and down those, up and down the field doing that. Then you should expect walking out of you is to get pushed by one. The same thing. So I do think I don't think you should expect it, but I do think that uh, they. I, I think you will see a repercussion of this. Is you will see limiting of the amount of access that the Las Vegas Raiders will give going forward. 
I do think they'll limit the access because they're not going to want to risk anything like this happen again. I think that will be a negative in, uh, reaction for the, I guess, media or camera side of it because he was an independent contracted. I don't know if he was for the NFL or whatnot, but I think you'll see less of that because of this situation. All right. Speaking of race battles going on in our country today, I need to know if you guys. I don't know how there was anything about race battles in that. Well, it's because okay. last time, last last time I talked, I brought up that D was trying to make this a race okay. issue. Okay. Uh, is 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 Black America bullying Mike Gusecki for the way he hits the gritty? Have y'all I seen, haven't seen it? I, I saw the, I saw him do the giddy, but I haven't seen the he get bullied. Uh, he did it, was, he did it again it was, yesterday. It's not look, look, bro. It's not black. It's everybody, bro. It's it is awful, bro. But like, I, I'm gonna tell you why it's so sad and why like the reason why everybody giving him such a hard time because it looked like he's not even trying to work. On it. It's like he settled on that version and like he stuck there because when he did it the first time and everybody gave him heart. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you could tell that, like, the first time he did it, everybody was like, okay, bro, you tripping, work on it a little bit. But then you we give you like a few weeks and then you hit the same thing. You ain't even try to work on it. Why don't you just think about maybe it's the Gaseki griddle now, whatever it's called, and he's intentional. Maybe he's doing it intentionally now. And now, honestly, he probably will do it the same way the rest of the year because he's getting it and he's getting noticed. Why would he not? That's a great marketing aspect. Now it's his own thing. He actually just tweeted, I'm no longer going to hit it. I'm going to leave it to the professionals. I think he'll still probably hit it. And if if I'm him and if I'm the Miami Dolphins social media people, I am finding a way to link up with Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase and the Bengals and the Vikings. Because, you know, those are two people that are, like, big on the radio or whatever. And make this into a skit video of them, like, trying to coach him on the gritty. That would be hilarious. It would blow up. And if they've not suggested it by now, they need to get new social media people. Yeah. Are you showing your hat in the rink right there, Time? Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, Miami Dolphins. Sorry. Miami Dolphins, hit me up. Um, okay. Can I? Can I, have, I, can I, uh, I have a backup running back and a starting tight end that I can bring along with me. <laughs> so I got to tell y'all something, and and there's one person up until a couple of days ago that I hadn't ever disagreed with until now. Okay. No, no, I always disagree with you, Gary. In fact, I barely agree with you. I know. <laughs> it's the other way around. I have agreed with this person and their thoughts for a very long time. In fact, they're icon. They're an icon in this business. So I'm gonna tell you what was said versus what I saw, and and you'll see where it line up. I went and saw Halloween ends. Stephen King said that it was a good movie. Do not spoil anything. I'm gonna leave it there. So you, but you agreed with him. You said so. I, I'm gonna leave it. There. I did not agree with him. I said I've never disagreed oh. with him until now. Oh, okay, I got you. I, I plan on watching it today, so I will have. I'll be able to talk about it next week. We gotta give it. We said we'd give people a week. Before we spoil it. Okay. So. All right. Well, go ahead. I'm not even, I'm go ahead because I'm I. <laughs> so I that why you, are you? But are you wearing? You're wearing the Michael Myers jumpsuit. It looks like so. Well, yeah, that was in honor of us talking about it. But I mean, we can't talk uh, about it. I, I I do have to say this for everybody that's listening to this podcast. Um, I, I cannot make this up, and I normally don't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Time, I'm going to do it to you. Gary, I'm going to do it to you. If you have not seen this clip that this guy voiced over Michael Myers, uh, where he's sitting down in a chair, and he was he was talking about himself. Oh, about life? Ah, uh, uh, bro. Have you not right. seen it? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, like, when he said, I wake up, I eat three eggs a day. Like, ah, uh, bro. I was in... Tears, Gary. I watched it like two. five times. They made a part two. <laughs> I gotta watch that, bro. I gotta they watch. They made that. a part two, and then they also had like the uh, 
year in the life of Michael Myers all leading up to Halloween, a different version of it, which was a, it's hilarious too. Oh, bro, it is absolutely funny. But that's that's as far as it get there on that. Uh, saw the trailer for uh, Deadpool. Okay, yeah, the, well, we talked about that. I don't know okay. how. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Since y'all won't Hold let on. me talk about... Uh... <laughs> Speaking of stuff, Since Andy, I got to... I, I wonder if we got to put this 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 uh, debate to an end that I saw pop, pop up on Twitter. Is David Njoku the best Browns tight end of the last 20 years? Because Bill Belichick seems to say so. And I hit up <clears throat> you guys in the chat. I was like, hey, what do y'all think about this? And I had one of y'all get pretty offended by that comment. I'm not going to I appreciate that, D. <laughs> I appreciate you defending me. I was gonna say I don't think I'm in this chat because <laughs> you didn't respond at all. It was Gary responded. <laughs> but here, I, I'll say this, Gary. People, people on Twitter, people on Twitter were defending you and be like, not even like they pulled you out of it. It's not like I brought you into it. They said, "Are we just gonna forget about Gary Bardish?" And somebody was like. Well, David Joku, this is that. They say, all right, how many Pro Bowls he got? <laughs> hey, say, people had, hey, people were giving you your flowers, Gary. Let me say that. People were giving you your flowers on Twitter, saying, look at, don't, let's not forget about OGB over here. I had to do that to mess with Gary, but actually, I wanted to use that to transition into my next point as well. <laughs> Talking about giving flowers. <laughs> I got a question for y'all, and this probably ain't going to be a question. I hope Cynthia don't bust in here while I'm uh, doing this one. I got a question for you guys. As men, as the, the, the men, I want to know if maybe I'm missing something here. So I bought Cynthia some flowers the other day, right? As we're out, you know, just, from, just for some just because flowers. Because, you know, you always get those memes of, oh, I want the flowers on the just because days. Not because it's Valentine's or Andrew. I'm like, you know what? Let's get her. So I let Braden pick her out some flowers. We, we got her some flowers. Three days later, I take a picture of them on the counter still where they first were dropped off. This time, they're buried underneath some trash that we have accumulated over the past few days, like a vegetable tray, and just laying there underneath the trash. So I take a picture. And I show I say, I took this picture for the next time that you tell me that you uh, want flowers just because. And this is how they end up. And she goes, well, really, it's your fault. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? She goes, well, you gave me another task. I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, well, now I have to go find a vase to put them in and put water in it. So really, you, did, you didn't, you, you, yeah, it's nice that you gave me flowers, but you also gave me a task to go do. And so that's why it didn't get done. If you really wanted to be nice and like give me something, you know, super sweet and genuine, you should have gotten the vase for me and put them in there too. Blah, blah, blah. Is, is, is that our responsibility as fellows? So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and interject right now. Uh, that just means never flowers again. That's, that's a simple, that's a simple, fix. that's a simple fix. Yeah. Hey. That's easy time. You put too much effort into that. You screwed yourself. Yeah. But no, no. Why can't you do I'm, you? I know I have a giant cup that can hold it for the time being. Like right. you don't have to go get a vase. Right. I don't know. I, I would say that just means never buy flowers <laughs> Here's again. Here's the thing. I, I'm bringing this up knowing that uh, y'all are going to be on my side, and that's why I'm bringing <laughs> it up. Because I guarantee you, if I brought this up with uh, four or five women on the podcast, at least three of, of the four would be like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to go get the vase. But see, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Because usually if you, if you get flowers, you already have a vase, and you have flowers that are probably dead. That well, no, we you, do. We have a vase. It's downstairs in the garage. So then why would – then you don't have to go get it. Like, That's what I don't – this is what I don't understand, Tom. This is what I don't understand. I don't understand why women or men want flowers in the first place. Like what? Like where? 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 They just like. I mean, granted, I like. I get it. Where like now, where people be like, hey, I want my flowers, but I think it's just a, uh, like a like an expression. I think it's like an like words now. It doesn't mean actual flowers. It means like something much more than flowers. Like knowing me, like get what I want, not like actual flowers. My praise. Right. Yeah. Like not not like actual like flowers. I still back in the days don't understand why people be like, oh, these flowers are so beautiful. They put them in the vase and they die in a week or two. 
I, I, I don't understand. I, I still don't for the, for the I life think, of me. I think I like practical things versus flowers that are going to die. And then you get something practical they can use or something they want or need, but not flowers because they're going to die and then they're not going to have them anymore. Like then, okay, so it lasted for two weeks and now what? Just because it made you feel good in that moment. But if I got you something you may use all the time, I feel like you would appreciate that more. Obviously, I don't know. I don't ever want flowers, but I don't know. That's just, I've never been a big flower guy. And I've never understood what flowers are supposed to mean for. Because I think they die. If you had if you had flowers that didn't die, or you gave somebody that had flowers that was coated in something that it wouldn't die, that may mean more. Because it means so, everlasting or something like you, that. Would you, give, would you give somebody a puppy? Yeah, but a puppy's not dying in a week. It dies, though. Yeah, uh, fifteen years later. I mean, you're giving you're giving them you're giving them a task, but I'm saying right. like the moment you the, the moment you pluck it. So so this is the problem. And 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 most of the time, and I'm just only gonna compare it to the fact that you said a puppy. We all know that a puppy needs food and water. We all know that it needs dog food and water. That's common sense if you look across the board. Even if you don't have. Uh, uh, dog food. You can give them scraps or whatever you have to eat, and they can live for a very long time. Granted, they don't get hit with any sickness or illness that's uh, airborne or foodborne or waterborne. Right? You get a plant when you get flowers. Don't nobody know what species of flower it is. If it needs to be distilled water, how often you need to water it. If it needs to be water, if it's gonna die, what kind of soil it's going. Nobody knows any of this. They just get the flowers for the mere facts of how they look, and that's it. Well, when it comes to like if you said a dog, a dog gives you a companion. You get something that that you're a companion that you're gonna be with all the time. Flowers. You're not even going to notice them half the time. They'll sit there. You might notice them once every week or when they die, you'll notice them again. Oh, throw those away. Well, um, it's, I, I'll give you uh, the reason why I, I feel the way that I feel about it. Because I got a, um, what do you call those, uh, those the plants that... Uh, Venus flytrap. Yeah, the Venus flytraps. I got like two of those because I thought they'd be pretty cool to catch flies in. Well, I brought them into the house, put water in them. You know, they never grew. In fact, they died. And I had to look up in fly traps like, dang, why did they die? You got to use distilled water. You can't use water out of your tap. And I was just putting regular tap water in the damn, because water, water here. But no, it has to be distilled water. And I'm like, damn, these old high, I mean, damn, you eat flies for a living, for Christ's sake. You can't just drink normal water. <laughs> That's why you just get a cactus. You don't have to worry about it. And then cactus is a whole nother thing. Because I have cactuses in my house, but I don't have to water them. I don't have to do anything. They grow. No problems. And well, you don't have to do anything around your house because you have your dad to do everything. So. Well, with the, well, true, but with a cactus, <laughs> my cactus is all started from we cut off just one little like cactus bloom from each these trees. Started with one in each thing, and now I have like 30. They have done nothing to them besides put them in soil. That's it. So that that is the perfect plant for you. Yes. Because you don't have to touch it. And it still looks good. It grows good. while you play video games. That is correct. <laughs> hey, how are your orange trees doing? Uh, they're doing all right. Well, they're not blue. Well, actually, there's oranges should be on them. Uh, the banana trees haven't taken off yet. But again, that is still, it's like two years in. It usually take about three to four before you'll start getting stuff off those trees. The new trees. That's why I've gotten oranges and all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. But well, that's a good place for us to wrap it up because everybody's asleep now. After <laughs> after our our green thumb corner. <laughs> hey, that's... real quick before before we log off, I'd be remiss to say if I didn't bring it up there, the Carolina Tar Heels. You know that's always been my college team on here, and uh, you know that's normally we're a basketball school around here. But I just want to let everybody know that Carolina Tar Heels are currently ranked ahead of Louisville and Memphis. What about? What are the Panthers rated? Hey, you know what? We, they ain't got time to talk about that. Oh, okay. oh, no, no, no. We do have time to talk about Matt Rule's not firing, though, right? Oh, yeah. So, Matt so, 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 so the Carolina Panthers released Matt Rule. And I know we got to go. But the Carolina Panthers released Matt Rule. Your first reaction, Gary, and then after you thought about it, 
what is your reaction now? Like, who do you hire as a head coach to take that position? I mean, we know that Wilkes right now is the uh, the interim head coach. Like, imagine how much pressure on you as an interim head coach, bro, to come in and try to turn a program around that's so far behind. Like, he literally has no chance of getting a head coaching job because he just inherited a team that can't get out of their own way. So... Obviously, I thought the Matt Rule firing was good. Um, but uh, honestly, I think the person they should go after, they're not going to, he's probably not going to go to Carolina, especially Carolina's talking about trading McCaffrey, trading all their pieces away. So I don't know why he would go there. But Eric Viamy, I think he would be a great fit. But wanting to go there, I think he would rather stay as OC in KC versus go to Carolina if they get rid of everybody. Because they can't hire him until the season's over, anyways. So I don't see if they get rid of all their fire cell. Like there's rumors that they they've already mentioned that McCaffrey may be on the block. Like why would he go there? Like you want to have these pieces to build around, but I, I think that would be an amazing hire. But I don't know if they'll pursue that. I don't know who they're going to go after because also we obviously don't know who's all going to be available either when that time comes. I do think it should be somebody new. I don't think it should be like. Uh, Somebody that's been 14 different coaching jobs already. I know we do that a lot in the NFL. I don't think they need to keep doing that. We need to get some fresh blood in there to try something. At least a new – somebody's never been a head coach before. Give them an opportunity, but not from the college ranks. I don't think that's been proven in Carolina. That doesn't work. But I'll, the hardest thing is if they fire somebody, I don't know who would want to coach there. Maybe, maybe they can reach out to D about coaching. Hey, there we go. Speaking of these Panthers, I want to I want to get your uh, response. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, time no, before no, you talking about these Panthers. I oh, okay, because he's been the PJ Walker. Uh, it's PJ Walker time. Correct. I, I want to get his reaction to PJ Walker's. Uh, uh, you know how he did yesterday. That was about as good as Baker. Oh. Ten for sixteen oh. for sixty yards. And okay. they were all to Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally seven seven of the receptions were by Christian McCaffrey. A, a, a big problem is also you're playing the Rams. They have lockdown corner Ramsey on and Robbie Anderson got sent to the locker room. So no, literally I, he has I know nobody. I know Ramsey's lockdown, blah, 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 this and that. The Rams have statistically one of the worst passing defenses in the whole NFL. And you're a fancy player, so I know that you know this. Yeah, but Terrence Marshall dropped balls. You also got to take into account they had a couple drop balls. Robbie Anderson got sent to the locker room. DJ Moore caught it when he was thrown to him, but he didn't get many. And they just didn't look good. The team looked terrible in general. The whole team. It wasn't even, like the defense looked decent at times, but like the team just looked bad on offense. And I don't even think it would have mattered who was a quarterback at that time. The team just did not look good. I can see that. What were you about to say, D? Well, so what I was about to say is initially when they fired Matt Rule, I was so happy. I was like, dude, it was about damn time. You know, this is a couple years, like, too late. I, 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 was, I, was also, I was also basking in the glory of, hey, I told you so, and then it hit me. The person that it really affects is Coach Wilkes because he's taking over a team and everybody in that position, their dream or they always want to move up and they want that head coaching spot. Everybody want that head coaching spot. Well, with him taking over the team that he's taking over right now and them being so far removed from being any good, this is going to go down on his head coaching resume and may not ever see a job as a head coach ever again. Which is definitely tough because like, Especially yes. if they fire sale, like it's just gonna make yes. it harder for him. That's to what I'm saying. And now, like I you can't say, put anything together. I will say on the flip, if somehow he can pull off a couple wins and they fire sale, it will give him a better opportunity. So he does have a chance, but it's hard to do if they got if he doesn't have the talent to do it at that time and they decide to get rid of it. And again, that's not gonna be his in his control. That's gonna be completely out of his hands on what they do with the team. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. 
You are now listening to you know, getting blackhead coaches in the National Football League. Well, we put this guy, man, behind the eight ball, and there's five or six or seven or eight other balls on the table, but the only ball that he can hit is the eight, and there's no way he can win. There's no way he can win, bro. I know you say he can pull off a couple of wins, but those couple of wins will have to be like upsets. Like they'd have to be like the Kansas City Chiefs by accident or beat the freaking, you know, Buffalo Bills, some crazy good talented team where people can be like, okay, we broke this down. We see that you have it in you. We we see something in you. But this team, Carolina, doesn't have what it takes to beat a team like that. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Well. Anyways, I'm done talking about my Panthers this week. Let's get back to them Tar Heels, baby. <laughs> That's why we're going to sign off, leaving on a good note. We appreciate everybody tuning in for another episode of the beautiful Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. We will be back next week. Buckle up because we're going to have some fire to talk about next week because I, I just know that something tells me this is going to be a crazy week in sports. This is going to be a crazy. And, 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 and if you're watching this uh, football game tonight, Let's just – how the hell did the Broncos get so many primetime games? They had six of the season. God, dog. Like, this – okay, that's for another time. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back. Uh, go ahead, D. Where we, where we, where we at? Where we at? I, I don't want y'all to badmouth Russell Wilson. I just wanted y'all to end the podcast. No, I want you to stay your, we out. Your call sign. I, now, you know my voice. Hey, we out! There we go. <laughs>